Hi all, RV Empath here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is December 21st, 2020, and there is a lot of energy. So, how are you doing? And how are you making good use of it? Today is the day of the winter solstice and the conjunction between between Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius. So this is really good, peeps. This is a good thing. You should be experiencing energy in your lives, like everyone. So how are are we using it to better ourselves, heal ourselves, get on track toward goals and uh, energy of living our best life, being our best self every day, which means we're not perfect by any means. I mean, no one can be perfect. (laughs) It's not possible. But life can be imperfectly perfect. That's part of de-stressing, kind of learning how to go with the flow or perhaps reframe things because stuff happens all the time that at first seems like it's a huge pain in the ass or some sort of difficulty, hardship. And then on the other side of it, we realize, oh, you know, that had to happen because I had to go through and experience this so that I could learn this and get to where I am now. There are times when things happen, you know, there are stories that Uh, people are headed to the airport and they get into a traffic jam or something and miss their flight and the something happens to the plane that can either you know it it runs the gamut of being inconvenient to tragic you know if the if the plane were to um you know crash or something god forbid anyway what i want to point out is things do happen in such a way that work for us all the time. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to put it out there. But, you know, it's a whole thing of us having free will as well. You know, maybe that whole, like, the last, the beginning and last quote from Forrest Gump, something like, something to do with the feather on the wind. Are we just blown about without any kind of you know, personal empowerment? Or do we sometimes have choice and free will? And it's kind of like a, he came to the conclusion that it's a mixture of both. That sounds about right to me. We always have free will. But there are also, you know, energies and events and situations that occur to us to help um, guide us, teach us, guide us and teach us I suppose and it's always our choice to how we react to situations in our lives because let's face it we all individually have any number of hardships and difficulties of all scenarios so it's kind of like "Mm, how you gonna live it how you gonna um, how you gonna work it that reminds me of a quote 
I came across once. It says, how good can you stand it? Because that's as good as it's going to get. How good can you stand it? Because that's as good as it's going to get. Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Because sometimes we have, not sometimes, I mean, I would, I would actually go out on the limb to say, you know, all the time. It starts within, peeps. We have these inner blocks and perceptions and projections that we put out onto the world that totally informs like who we are and how we act and what we think we deserve. So of course it makes sense that life isn't going to get any better than you think it can be, <laughs> right? It just makes sense to me. I don't think it, it takes a rocket science scientist to figure this stuff out. If you think life is a certain way, well, that's basically what it is, right? Because you think it. <sighs> Such a mind warp. Um, but so true. It's like so simple and so hard at the same time. <laughs> um, at any rate. Yeah, how you doing? That was just my opening little side rant there, already five minutes down. No, I think I'm pretty much going to move straight away into the astrology. I just want to mention again, now is the time to be working on something because I am, I have up-leveled to a new set of fears and obstacles, so today I'm being asked personally to get organized so I have so much work ahead of me it's unbelievable peeps it really is and I've been putting it off and I've been keeping myself stuck in many many ways but that is I think definitely one of the foundational ways of breaking through and moving forward in all sorts of different ways on different levels is to get organized and to clean and organize myself and my space. I really do think that that's important. And I'm finally to a place where I think maybe it can happen. It's not like I haven't tried. You all get what I'm saying, I'm sure. Um, when, you know, when we're perpetually kind of sloppy and unorganized, it's super tough to be organized. As a matter of fact, I try to organize myself and then I don't even understand what I did. <laughs> or I like, um, it's like I have a box that where I've written on what's inside the box. You know, I've written on the box itself, what's inside it, but I've done it so many different times that it's all kind of mishmash, scribble scrabble. And I have stickers on there even where I guess I said, okay, I'll just refer to the stickers. But at this point, the organizational system, if there ever was one, just for the boxes, is messed up. So it's like I have to go through every box I have in storage, figure out what's in there, and then reorganize the boxes. And then, or label them correctly. And then once I do that, then I have to organize them as to how they're labeled. So I know what to do. I guess that's the beginning, right? I just have to do it. But somehow there's a disconnect. 
even knowing what I want to do, it somehow gets all, it just gets all messed up. Hmm. Maybe I can look for some sort of resources when it comes to this. Because I do seem to, I have tried to do it in the past and I've been unsuccessful. So I might need some kind of support with it, which I'm coming to realize just now in the podcast. I mean, I don't know how exactly, but... Um, But I'm willing to look into how I can get more support surrounding this. Uh, Because this is a big deal. I've never been able to get organized. I've always been a a bit of a slob. So, yeah. So that's good. It's something to celebrate. (laughs) Because at least I... It... It, it doesn't have to do with having a, a crippling fear of uh, dying, <laughs> like going through cancer, or, um, or just a fear of, like, I don't know, just dying on any, in any number of ways. Um, and a fear of, uh, like, crowds, I guess you, you could call it agoraphobia. I mean, sometimes I experience all of that. It's hard for me to leave the RV because it's like the world is so overwhelming. That is tough when you're dealing with that level of anxiety. And it's not like I don't deal with it anymore because I do, but I am in such a better place. Knock wood. (laughs) Because, um, because you just feel it. You feel it. And Keep working on yourself until you get to that place where you feel it. You know you're in a different place because it feels better. And you feel better. And life is overall better. So anyway, I'm moving to the astrology now. And we'll basically continue this little talk because it has to do with with working. But I do want to give you a kick in the butt. Here's the encouragement. Every day, figure out ways to be and stay calm and balanced. And connect with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. That's extremely important, particularly for highly sensitive people. Now, be working on something. Keep it up. Good job. Let's move to the astrology. Today is packed with good aspects from what I remember. Let's take a look-see. There is Mercury semi-sextile Saturn. There's the sun moving into Capricorn. Happy birthday, Capricorns. There's Jupiter conjunct Saturn. That is happening shortly. Exactly, or it just did. And there's the sun semi-sextile Saturn and the sun semi-sextile Jupiter. Now the sun is how we shine out into the world. It is our egos. It is new beginnings. It's also directed action. It is personal goals, our physical bodies. Okay? The fact that it moved into Capricorn, Capricorn is long-term goals, uh, career, 
who we are in the world, and relationship to authority figures, large and small, including ourselves as our own authority over our own lives. Now, <laughs> the sun is in a, a smaller positive aspect that can bring about opportunity when it comes to both Saturn and Jupiter. Now Saturn and Jupiter are exactly conjunct and you can possibly see them in the sky, I think kind of low to the horizon, a little bit after sunset tonight. Um, it, at least when it comes to the northern hemisphere, I'm not sure, don't quote me on that. <laughs> Look into it yourself um, as to how to see it from where you are. It hasn't uh, looked like this or been viewable um, in like 800 years or something, which is awesome. All right. It, ampl it amplifies the energies of each planet. So you have Saturn, which newly moved into Aquarius. This is now about innovation, um, moving forward with new ways of thinking and being. Uh, new art, music, um, philosophy, um, you know, very creative, inventive. It's a fun energy. It moved from Capricorn, where it was in that stellium. See, now the stellium is officially like kind of broken up now. I mean, they're still sharing energies, but the fact that Jupiter and Saturn are now in Aquarius, you don't have that heavy, intense, the, the sharing of the energies of Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. Woo! Oh my. So, this is good. So Saturn is newly in Aquarius. Jupiter is newly in Aquarius. And they team up their energies. Saturn's about hard work. Um, overcoming obstacles. Overcoming restrictions. It's the grind. Jupiter is an expander. So be conscious of what you choose to focus on and where you're putting your mind and take time to clear your mind and take time to focus on healing and de-stressing. Jupiter is also the great benefic. Good luck. It's a wonderful energy. So there you go. Uh, let's look over the weekend a little bit. <coughs> uh, last, <coughs> okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm getting congested for whatever reason. All right, let's not. <laughs> let's not look over um, what happened this past weekend, but we're still definitely feeling that energy. I mean, it was, wow, packed with all kinds of good aspects the past, you know, week or something. But focus on what the sign of Aquarius can offer you in terms of enlightenment and new ideas, okay? Because it's there. Um, let's look out ahead a little bit. We have a square happening between Mars and Pluto. That's happening in a couple of days. So we're starting to feel it now. There's also a square between Mercury and Chiron. Ugh. Two squares on the same day. 
pretty big ones too. So that's going to ask for some sort of action on our parts. And there's no Aquarius energy in there. Mars is in Aries, where Mars is very uh, powerful because it rules Aries. And Pluto is still in Capricorn there. Mercury is at that point in Capricorn. And Chiron is in Aries. <gasps> Two squares with Aries and Capricorn. Mm. Alrighty. That's pretty intense. But let's look for, you know, good stuff around it. Uh, there's a quintile between Mercury and Neptune. That's good. Quintiles point to inner places of genius within. That has to, brings in the, the energy of uh, spirituality. Our higher selves, our connection with the divine, God, universal energy. That's at play, of course. <laughs> I mean, it is on the daily, really. Um, and if you don't have that connection, uh, discover it and strengthen it. And it's up to us individually to do that. But find a way, you know, do research into it. But it's a personal path. So, uh, but absolutely... Any semblance of a happy whole life has that aspect in it. Uh, we also have Mercury, Trine, Uranus, retrograde in Taurus. That's on the 25th. Now we, we got to focus on these positive aspects to help with the squares. And then there's the Sun square Chiron. Woo! Another square on the 26th. Lots of squares. This has to do with Issues related to manipulation, power, control, healing, transformation of our shadow sides. That's tough stuff. Also, Chiron, the wounded healer, but that is transforming anger and rage. The word rage is in there, which is like nuts. Um, rage is very toxic anger. But yeah, sure. I kind of see that playing out, right? on the world stage and in our own lives. I mean, there, there are plenty of people who are hurt and wounded. And what, what happens when you're hurt and wounded? You get angry. Kind of makes sense to me. I know I was angry for a very long time. And I, I have to continue to maintain anger management. So I know of what I speak. But I also know that the best path I have found is a way of being calm and balanced and finding that that clarity within absolutely and connecting with God universal energy absolutely finding like the healthiest way forward it just uh it just feels good and it's kind of a no-brainer for me too I think it's um you know if it's good in general, and it's good for us individually, like, why not? I don't get it. All right. Um, anyway, let's move to guidance cards, huh? But we, there are those squares that are happening. It's going to call for action on our part. So that could be stuff like, you know, running an errand, forcing ourselves to go out and do something we don't want to do, taking care of ourselves, our bodies, starting a diet, um, doing an exercise we don't want to do. It's probably stuff we don't want to do. <laughs> it's what it has to do with 
confronting some kind of fear or something we've been procrastinating or avoiding. Um, yeah, so wait, before I move I, over to the guidance card portion of the podcast, I did want to take a look-see as to what else is going on that day. So I know the 23rd is featuring a couple of big squares. Um, <laughs> the moon is in Aries and that forms a sextile with the north node in Gemini. So that is going to offer some positive relief as well. And remember, Gemini is about communication, but it's also about what we learn. That's what I wanted to say too. The action that we take, it might not be like a physical action. It could be studying, <laughs> learning new information. That's also in its, that's also definitely an action. Um, but it's, a, it's some kind of challenge. So the North Node is like our life paths and stuff. You know, I gotta tell you, I, I, I gotta learn more about the North Node. But it does sort of point, I tend to think of it as like a lighthouse. It has a, it offers illumination as to how we're moving forward. So definitely something to do with education, communication, what we take in and what we put back out into the world. I mean, that's all very Gemini kind of stuff. So that'll help. <clears throat> That'll help more on that tomorrow. <clears throat> Getting congested again, my word. All right, let's move to the guidance cards. Um, I'm now going to ground and shuffle these in the energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment to clear your mind. Ooh. On the um, split we have on the left side judgment beyond illusion and on the bottom of the deck on the right side we have three of pentacles guidance and this is the card that features the beautiful color spectrum and an angel flying upwards like into golden light it's gorgeous so yeah these are both very spiritual cards i mean judgment is um starting fresh like absolution um forgiveness of ourselves and others um, uh, come like completion of something but but like in a karmic energetic way um, feeling absolved um, to move forward in a fresh beginning finding our vocations uh, having a calling like it's all very it's spiritual you know protection and guidance and then you have uh, quite literally angelic guidance here with the three of pentacles I I when I see this card I always think of it just straight Osho I very rarely think of it as um, the three of pentacles meeting meaning from the Rider Waite which is groups of people working education but it can mean that maybe I should think about it that way a little more anyway whatever <laughs> Let me start to shuffle. I'll be back shortly. Thank you.
Okay. Uh, guidance card for when the listeners hear this podcast. Okay. We have five of cups clinging to the past. And we have seven of pentacles, patience. So yeah, that's something else that I wanted to be sure to say during today's podcast. Is that what we're going through right now um, may still take some time. Positive change and healing takes time. Of course, it can also go in, in leaps and bounds, and healing can happen in an instant as well. So it runs the gamut, but um, it can take hard work, which I haven't been doing enough of myself. Hard work and patience. And patience can be hard. I want things like today. I want things when I want them. And I'm also finding it very difficult to move forward starting any kind of new business for myself because I don't like networking. (laughs) I don't like social media. I don't resonate with it like at all. I don't like being inauthentic, so that's why I don't like doing, because I don't like doing social media. Hmm. So I feel like, you know, I have to be a bit of a trained monkey to interact with social media. And it feels false, it feels gross, it feels like, you know, whatever. But in today's world, I don't even know if it's possible to move forward the way that I want to move forward if I don't really get with the social media thing. I just don't know how to do it that fits my needs. Hmm. Also something to think about, peeps. Do I need to get some kind of help when it comes to that? Hmm. Very interesting. But see if you can figure these spots out in your own lives. And again, look for resources. You got, you're not going to find shit if you don't look for it. We got to look for it. I remember telling an old friend of mine once, you know, she was just dealing with um, different hardships, as we all do. And I gave advice. I said, look, um, look up local meetings, you know, if you can find a such and such kind of... Um, therapy for low cost or free or something and I think I remember at the time like she immediately like kind of turned it down and was against it and it's just important to kind of keep an open mind when we look for help when we ask for help and look for resources because it can come to us in any number of ways in the way you know that we need it to be but not if you go nope (laughs) And you don't even try, see? So that's something to keep in mind too. But Five of Cups, that's definitely a mindset of grieving, of being sad over what we lost. And, um, but it's important that there are cups filled with beautiful, nutritional, like sustenance for us that are still there for us to see and partake in. But we're, we're focused on the cups that's that spilled. The cups of, you know, what we lost. So, again, be conscious of how you're thinking and how you're using your mind, okay? Because more stuff can always come in. 
Um, and, you know, this is in terms of possessions, material things, finances. When it comes to relationships, that gets a bit harder because it's tough when we lose really important, like special people. Um, but again, I come from the perspective of their energy is still with us just from the other side, you know, or from, yeah. So anyway, it's something to think about. I don't know. I was pausing because I was contemplating that expression, the other side. That sounds a little even like too distant for me. Um, but their energy is very much still with us. Uh, the love is there and that that's important to not only know and remember, but it's important for us to know it, to, um, you know, really feel it. Anyway, <laughs> seven of pentacles, patience. Yep. Having a plan, having a plan. See, now that's something else that I struggle with. Hmm having a plan and then having the self-discipline to really work it. Yeah, I imagine self-discipline is hard to come by from uh, people who have grown up in alcoholic dysfunctional households or some kind of abusive household. I bet self-discipline is hard. But a lot of people can develop self-discipline through different ways, having different jobs, going through different trainings Hmm. but instead of having it maybe just in one area of our lives working to have it in all areas Hmm. something to think about okay any other cards for this winter solstice Jupiter Saturn conjunction the light coming coming back increasing in our lives what can listeners focus on oh all right two cards flipped out we've got the queen of wands sharing and the devil card conditioning hmm This makes me think that it's hard for us to share what we don't have ourselves. So this card of conditioning is really asking us to question how we think. Yeah, and different ways that we Um, that we like kind of bind ourselves on the inside and hide ourselves maybe too because this card it features a lion I always think of the lion that's that's on the strength card Um, when I when I see this you know the lion symbolism kind of pops up in and out of the tarot at times. But this reminds me of the, the strength card lion. Okay. 
But this lion is very, very, you know, weak at its weakest, I think, because it's denying that it that it's a lion. It's in a flock of sheep. And while I love the metaphor of the lion getting along with the sheep, because there's another card in another deck that features a lion with um, a little lamb, the lion and the lamb, you know. Um, so there's something that I think is uh, positive about that. But the thing is, in this card, the lion is like really unhappy. And he just looks worried. And um, just like all kinds of kind of lost. And um, he's got a lamb like strapped to his back. Like he's trying to to hide himself under this the body of a lamb but it doesn't it doesn't work and he's all bound up um so he it looks like he can't walk properly oh my gosh I never noticed that before so I'm seeing something new in this card that I never saw before and it's like his two front legs are bound together by the the lamb's front legs the the lamb is like and I like to think the lamb is alive because you can't tell the lamb's head is hanging um over the other side (laughs) but it's like so but all the lambs around him are very cute and sweet looking and everyone has like these perky faces so I tend to think that this lamb is is alive too with a sweet and perky face we just can't see it because the the face of the tiger and the mane like covers up the face of this lamb but this lamb is strapped onto the back of the lion two front paws on either side left and right strapped to the lion's paws that are bound together they're all tied up together and this lion cannot move can't even walk forward I never saw that before so yeah how are you prevented from moving forward in your own life and it could be any number of ways mental conditions mental things, addictions, um, unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, toxic energy with like people in our lives. Whew, that's a tough one to negotiate. And I got to tell you, I'm a bit of a hermit myself. I don't have a whole lot of close, close relationships. And I would like that to change, I think. But I think it's only possible really to have a few, like a handful of close relationships like in anyone's life um what I'm trying to say is my life is set up now where I don't I'm not presently like working out in the public and there's a bit of a relief to that because everyone's energies can be so different and so intense And there are many people who walk around hurt and wounded and kind of, you know, unconscious. And um, it's okay. I mean, it can be done functioning in the world with, I mean, it has to be done, right? That's basically life. not many people like live in an RV like secluded off on uh, 
you know, private land. But it can be done. It just requires us really strengthening like a positive outlook so that basically whatever energy we encounter gets like diffused almost. It's not letting it like affect us to a degree that it possibly could in our pasts because I had all kinds of self-worth issues, I got to tell you. And now it's just like, eh, you know, you realize it's more, it's more uh, them. It has to do with the, with the person, the individual, right? Because everyone experiences life from how they think and feel and see the world. So, but do the best we can in the best way we can at all times, trying to be, you know, the best version of ourselves. But that means at times, certainly standing up and speaking our viewpoint, making that known, but doing it in like a calm, as calm and balanced a way as possible. And you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And then if you're offending people, just be like, you know, I didn't, uh, that wasn't my intention. Or maybe it was. If it is your intention, you got to examine that because it's not necessarily good karma to actively want to cause someone harm. I, I wouldn't say that that's good karma at all. Um, so there's something to heal within yourself. Uh, but yeah, you know, really gaining the, the inner kind of questioning to go, okay, what's happening? How do I feel about it? How do I deal with it? How do I heal it? That's something that needs to be done on the daily. And I know it sounds like a huge pain in the ass, but it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. And life actually gets easier. You think it's harder because, oh, I got to think about healing all the time. But, you know, it helps. Remember Ho'oponopono, Hawaiian prayer forgiveness. That kind of diffuses. That's like an air purifier on any situation in your life. Any situation, any and all. Starts healing it. And you don't even need to believe what you're saying entirely you know there just has to be a willingness but the again the lines could be very difficult it's lines um, I'm sorry please forgive me thank you I love you I've heard that you can also do partial ho'oponopono and I believe that that feels right to me so if all you can do is say I love you and repeat that that's also good if all you can do is say thank you and repeat that that's a great thing I wouldn't want to go around repeating all the time, I'm sorry. Well, gosh, I don't know. You know, being able to say I'm sorry in like an empowered way, like and not have it affect you um, in any way negatively. Wow. That's like monk status right there, peeps. Whoo. Wow some deep thoughts anyway okay so a bunch of cards flipped out here let's see what's up ten of swords rebirth zero the fool yeah sounds about right seven of cups choices it's titled projections yeah page of cups understanding remember this is the white dove that can fly out of the the cage with the open door Seven of Swords, politics. That's some kind of deceit. It's also procrastinate, 
procrastination in ways that we do self-sabotage. Four of Pentacles, the miser. This is being stuck, not moving forward, but having a relative sense of some kind of security. That's why it's hard to move forward. You don't want to give that up or risk it. But it's important to be able to move through that block of being stuck. Three of Pentacles, guidance. This is the angelic guidance and protection. Oh, the strength card, courage. This is the flowers growing through the, the crack in the concrete wall. And ah, oh, judgment beyond illusion. Yep. This is a new vocation, new calling in life. This is absolution. This is forgiveness on all levels. Two situations that you've lived through. Two people who have perpetrated traumas and dramas on you. And to yourself as an individual. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a mic drop right there. Um, yeah, wow. Okay. Yes, this is all happening. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So shall we wrap up the, I mean, that judgment card right there is like, whew. yep, that's the mic drop moment. Uh, okay, so as we're negotiating all these energies, uh, remember that nine of pentacles ripeness is at the bottom of the deck. This speaks of divine timing, organic timing. Um, in the Osho Zen Tarot, it's when the fruit falls from the tree. Playfulness, page of wands. Absolutely. Breakthrough. Justice. Yay. Yep. Yuppers. Uh, page of Pentacles, adventure. Moving forward in like with a childlike enthusiasm. Because we have an inner child throughout our lives, peeps. That inner kid never goes away. So yeah, keep, we have to keep learning how to play and have fun, which can be so hard to do as an adult, right? But I've never really grown out of it, <laughs> which helps, which helps access it because if it's what you are, <laughs> but um, yeah, my husband and I, we're just a couple of like grown kids for real. We're like Peter Pans that never grew up, which is fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. As long as one is mature in the healthiest ways possible when it comes to leading and living a quality like healthy life, which is kind of what I'm working on now, right? I'm working on getting organized, learning how to like clean and clear out my environment, working on moving forward when it comes to learning different business things when it comes to networking uh, I can do it and I'll do it in my way which is kind of like youthful because that's who I am all right well enough about me 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 but you know maybe we're all learning to appreciate ourselves a little more huh I think that's it so Stay tuned for more. I've got new ideas that are going to start popping out of me, no doubt, particularly when I clear space to be able to move forward. Stay tuned for what is upcoming, the end of 2020 and 2020, the beginning of 2021. Woohoo!
Thank you for all that you are and do. As always, look up rvempath.com, rvempath on Insta, Affirmation Bear and Astrology Bear on Alexa through Amazon and also on Amazon. There is a book I've written, Free Yourself from Fear, the Fear Rocks, and how they can help. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Mwah.